Hello, and welcome to the Learning to See podcast. I'm Jen Allward, your host, and today we're exploring prayer. Obstacles, benefits, ways to pray, and some helpful books. We're going to pause and pray a few times, and then Jenna Burns will share how she prays visually in her journal. Look in the show notes for some fun links, including a link to Jenna's video and an invitation for a free workshop about our identity in Christ. To get access to all the bonus content like videos, downloads, inspiring and helpful links and reflection questions, etc., hop on over to Patreon to check out the different membership opportunities available at Learning to See Studios. Okay, are you ready? Let's jump on in and learn to see how God ministers to us through prayer. Hey guys, and welcome to the first podcast of 2024 by Learning to See Studios. And I'm pretty excited about some of the things we're going to be covering this year. And I'm really hoping that they are a blessing to you. Make sure that you post comments and ask questions, send me emails or direct message me about things that you want to hear more about. Stories, interviews, art projects, specific art activities that are designed to bring healing. We ended last year kind of focusing on forgiveness and in the last couple of months, really probably it's been several years in the workings, I've had an increased like pressure or burden or something compelling me to focus more and more on prayer. So I'm going to start this year off focusing on prayer. I've got a couple books here that can be helpful prompts to you, as well as a couple examples of how I've been praying in sort of different ways than normal that have made me feel more in God's presence and connecting with him more. And so it's been more enjoyable and doable every day. It's felt more like a privilege and something that I get to and want to do rather than the burden of you've got to pray. Like you're supposed to do it every day. You're supposed to always be doing it. Be persistent and lift this person up or this issue up in prayer all the time. Uh, So I don't know if that brings things up for you. It sure brings up things for me. I can easily feel frustrated or guilty about prayer. There's lots of questions. You know, the power of prayer, the futileness of prayer. I don't think I'm alone in these. I've had conversations with other people that prayer often feels like the last resort, but we're told that it's the most powerful weapon. We're told to pray unceasingly and often when someone says, oh, I'll pray for you, it feels like such a platitude. (laughs) Not very serious. So I'd love to hear your questions, comments, resources that are helpful to you. I did find it interesting as I was doing some research that there's been quite a few articles and research things from a variety of places about the benefits of prayer. So I'm just going to read a few of these. Better sense of self. It's good for your heart, increases your lifespan, improves your attitude, your forgiveness, gives you hope, relieves stress, improves recovery, maintains a positive outlook on life, prevents wrong decisions, helps with timely direction, eliminates worry and anxiety, increases peacefulness, invites God into your daily activity, produces confidence, sharpens discernment, gives energy, deepens faith, gives wisdom, sets our minds on God, helps us combat pride, helps us adopt an attitude of gratitude. There's all sorts of things, but really going with the theme of our podcast and membership is time with God, conversing with God, creating with God. It changes how we see things, doesn't it? So today I'm going to go over a couple walkthroughs of different ways to prayer that I've done, that other people have done. We're going to end today with a video of 
Jenna Byrne that she graciously shared with us on burdens. And she says she doesn't have a specific video about how she prays with art because that's just how she prays, is with her art journals and collage and drawing. And I just love that she included that in there, that that's just how she prays. Last week in studio, we did uh, Praying in Color, where we talked about how we can engage all of our senses in prayer. We can set the mood with like candles, music, scents. We can go for a walk. We can create a labyrinth or a garden to walk through or, or sit in and pray. We can create things that are tangible, like the prayer boxes that Amaris introduced us to last year. This is the one that I have set up for this year. I did not make the box, but I loved it and I loved that it comes with this reminder on the top, the truth will set you free. And inside this box is several like scripture index cards that I'm trying to go through. I am not trying to get myself to remember them. I'm just trying to like soak in a verse of truth each day. And then I have, this is my list of prayers. Some people like it more organized, like on a sheet of paper with lists of people. My grandma does a list and she reads it every single day, at least once. I wanted to keep it updated. I wanted to keep my prayer box visual. So I took everyone's Christmas cards that sent me a Christmas card this year and I ripped the picture out and put their names on it and fits right in here. Uh, I did take a favorite picture of our family trip that almost everybody was in. So I remember to uh, pray for my family and that brings up a lot of emotions when I see a picture, all sorts of things come flooding back. As well as, I do have some lists that are, are more specific to make sure I don't miss anybody. Oh, there are some things from my daily calendar in here that I just really liked to remember, like, don't miss what's happening today. To help me remember to like, stay in the moment and not get distracted. There was one I had in here. I did a workshop, a prayer workshop with someone, and I will put a link in the notes of this podcast for the person who put this on because I can't remember her name right now. But she used Canva and images and walked us through how to create a visual like prayer vision board. I thought that was a really fun idea. So that's mine. I, and then when you do it on Canva, you can print it up in different sizes and save it on your phone. So that's my prayer box. So I'm doing that every morning because it doesn't take a lot of time. Like even if I only had five minutes, I could just sit there and look at a picture or something. And just knowing it there, sometimes just touching it, honestly, bring something to mind. The other part of my morning routine that's helping me pray is to go through this book by Timothy Keller, uh, The Songs of Jesus. And it's going through the Psalms. And he said in the intro that this was the prayer book of Jesus, was the Psalms. So it's set up real nice. Look at this. It, it's hardly any reading. It's part of the Psalm. A little like context explanation and a super short prayer. Maybe it's two, three minutes of reading. Not a lot. Could even leave this like in your bathroom could read it while you're brushing your teeth. But I just love having something daily that feels super doable to me. There's days when I don't have a lot of time or a lot of bandwidth to dig into something. Then I get in that daily habit and I feel like that makes a bigger difference for me to do something small than to try to do something big and then I feel like a failure if I don't get through it and I fall behind. Then I took um, a wooden journal and cut out this heart because I love this driftwood heart and so this was just a fun kind of project for me was to create this journal for the year. This is the amount of writing I'm doing each day. That's my prayer for a day. Super short, guys. It's like two, three sentences max. Uh, and a little doodle sketch to help me put what I'm hearing from God or express myself. 
in a doable, simple way that connects with me most. I just wanted to let you in and show you a little bit of what I'm personally doing to connect with prayer. If you like some more guided things, I've had this book, Piercing Heaven, Prayers of the Puritans, recommended by some people I super admire. They've got it organized so you can go to the front and you can read these bold headlines. Help me rest in God's love. I believe, help my unbelief, help me endure temptation. So you could flip to, so I'm going to go to 73. You just see, this is a book you don't have to read in order. Isn't that terrific? Just go where, where it's needed. So help me endure temptation. Then you could figure out which one of those you wanted to read just as a prompt. And one of the great things about prompts is, again, they help you word it differently. They help you think of doing it differently. And here, I'm just going to read this one by Robert Hawker. Call my wandering heart home. Dear Lord of your people, let every evening toll the bell of recollection to call home my poor wandering heart. And when the tumult of a busy, unsatisfying, and troublesome world is over, oh, for grace to do as my Lord did, to send the multitude away and get up apart unto the holy mountain of faith and love in the Lord Jesus to meditate and pray. Amen. Those aren't my words, but they help me see something different. They help me think maybe a little bit differently. So there's lots of prayer books. This is another one um, I have recommended Stormy's books multiple times. She has a whole series, The Power of a Praying dot dot dot, wife, mother, grandparent, uh, husband, father. I believe she has some also designed specifically for kids. And the way she's got those set up is kind of a focus for the prayer a little setup explanation, you know, like maybe two, three pages, then a prayer. And I love too that she is praying tons of scripture, not verbatim, but it's referenced and gives you a format to follow and to prompt you to personalize it. And then she's got some verses. There's 30. So if you wanted to do one a day, you'd be through this book in a month and you would have prayed 30 completely different things. Uh, it's just nice to kind of give a focus and a, a different perspective. Something to guide you when you're not quite sure what to do. This is a book I'm currently reading. I'm pretty excited. It sounds real interesting. The Praying Imagination it talks about how Revelations is a poem. And it's not meant to tell us new information, but to help us experience something, the scriptures, in a more powerful, deeper way. And then... Here we are at the practice side today. I highly, highly recommend this small book, Praying the Bible by Donald Whitney. I thoroughly enjoyed it. It's practical. There were some parts where I'm like, oh my goodness, this seems like too mathematical to me. Um, I don't want to skim five psalms every day and figure out what I'm going to pray. Like Maybe mathematical is the wrong word, but systematic rule following but in one of the chapters he says now put your book down and give it a try and experience it so longer story shortened here he recommends well any scripture but particularly the psalms because the psalms cover every single human emotion and it's a great prompt he said do it like a conversation so read a verse and then respond to it 
And he said by using God's word and praying the God's word with him, it employs that conversation aspect a little bit more. And he said, even if your main goal, like if you have one prayer, bless my class today, bless my kids today, keep me safe today. That could be your prayer every single day. But instead of just saying that thing, when you read the scripture, when you go through the Psalms, you're going to pray that one prayer differently. Uh, so if you're saying, bless my kids today, and you go through a verse or a, a psalm that is about victory over enemies, you're going to be praying about victory over enemies. If you read a psalm about comfort, your prayer to bless them today is going to be about comfort. So the systematic portion of this is you have a psalm of the day chart. And you don't have to memorize this because it's pretty easy to figure out whatever day of the month it is. So today is the 22nd of the month. You start there and you're going to skim these. You're not reading them all. You're just kind of skimming. And what I did today was I just read the bold heading. So the 22nd, you're going to read skim or somehow flip through Psalm 22, Psalm 52, Psalm 82, Psalm 112 and 142. Essentially, you're going to start with the day of the month, and then you're going to add 30, and you're going to add 30, and you're going to add 30 until there's not another psalm to skim through. And this way, you're always looking through a whole variety. I don't know if I'm summing that up very well, but it gives you a variety. And he said, by doing this, you're going to find something in one of those five psalms that really resonates with what's going on in your personal life. So today, one of my requirements was a short one. And so I just went with 142. I liked the heading. It is a refuge from trouble. So I'm going to leave some dead air time here so that you can kind of give this a shot for yourself. You don't have to close your eyes. You don't have to pray out loud. You don't have to write anything down. Just listen to the verse and then respond somehow, however God prompts. 142, a refuge from trouble. A poem of David when he was in the cave of prayer. I cry aloud with my voice to Adonai. With my voice, I seek favor from Adonai. I pour out my complaint before him. Before him, I tell my trouble. When my spirit grows faint within me, you know my path. In the way where I walk, they have hidden a trap for me. Look at my right hand and see, for no one cares about me. I have no refuge. No one cares for my soul. I have cried out to you, Adonai. I said, God, you are my refuge, my portion in the land of the living. Listen to my cry, for I am brought very low. Rescue me from my persecutors, for they are too strong for me. Bring my soul out of prison so I may praise your name. The righteous will triumph through me, for you will reward me.
So I don't know if you've ever tried reading through scripture, reading through a psalm that way to make it more of a conversation. But I do encourage you, try it at home. When you've got, you know, five to seven minutes, set the timer. Go through it slowly and see how that hits you. See what different thoughts, what different emotions move through your mind and your body. Maybe you hadn't thought about the traps hidden around you. Maybe you hadn't realized it was okay to go to God when you felt like nobody cared, that you're crying out, that you can find peace, that even in those times, I mean, David, as he wrote this prayer, he's fleeing for his life. He's hiding in a cave. And as he cries out, he realizes God is his refuge and his portion, that he wants to come out of prison and he knows that God can do this. And there will be praise and there will be triumph and there will be reward. That God is the one who can rescue us from our persecutors. I did find it interesting uh, when I did this exercise that you kind of maybe want to go back to a verse or two. Do that. Linger on the verse. Maybe you don't even get through a whole psalm in a day. Linger where you feel like it's ministering to you. One of the reasons I set up the video today on the couch with this super cozy blanket I got for Christmas is because prayer is meant to be an invitation into God's presence to be comforted and ministered to in that conversation. It's not a have to, it's not a should or a must, it's not an obligation, it's a privilege and I'm looking forward to sharing some more things in studio time with you about how you could engage in a more creative, fun way for yourself that fits your personality, that really helps you savor and enjoy God's presence. One other book I'm listening to this one that I do want to recommend is 10 Prayers God Always Says Yes To by Anthony DeStefano. And I'm thoroughly enjoying everything that he is saying. And I'm just going to quickly read the table of contents here for you. It's these are the 10 prayers that God will always, always say yes to. I wish I could believe. God, show me that you exist. Why should I get involved? God, make me an instrument. What's in it for me? God, outdo me in generosity. I cannot take it anymore. God, get me through this suffering. Am I a terrible person? God, forgive me. This stress is killing me. God, give me peace. Okay, I admit it. I'm afraid. God, please give me courage. Sometimes being smart just isn't enough. God, grant me wisdom. Will I ever be happy again? God, Bring good out of this bad situation. Why am I here anyway? God, lead me to my destiny. So I'm really enjoying hearing his take on these 10 different prayers and how God does say yes to those in maybe some surprising ways that maybe we wouldn't quite have considered a yes. Well, thanks for tuning in today. I'm excited about what this year brings for all of us. I'm super excited to hear how you pray and what shifts in your life as you pray. So enjoy this video by Jenna and how she prays with art and lays her burdens before God and starts to see things differently. Take care. 
Hi, welcome back for another 10 minutes of trusting. I'm Jenna Byrne, I'm a Christian and I like to use mixed media art journaling as a form of prayer and worship. Come to me all you who are weary and burdened and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me for I am gentle and humble in heart and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. This journal page was part of a worship evening run by my church on Zoom and this was the passage that we were asked to meditate on. So I had an idea of printing these circles on the page and as you can see I am filling some of them in with my finger and some grey paint and I, as I was doing this it occurred to me that the things in our life uh, sometimes turn into burdens and they may not uh, start off that way but that's how we start to experience them. And just in the same way as some of these circles have become heavy and solid and others seem light, almost like bubbles floating away. So it is with the things in our life. Things are, are just things in a way. And so I'm writing here, how does a thing become a burden? And I thought that's a good question to kind of ponder really. Um, and I'm not in any way belittling people's experience. I mean, some people have to carry enormous, enormous loads. Um, I think I'm really just speaking about my own outlook and my own experience here and just kind of trying to take a step back and think, does, does this thing that's troubling me, does it have to be a burden or is there another way of looking at it and has that got something to do with maybe gentleness and humility and so I'm writing another question here is it a choice to pick up a burden Jesus specifically uh, tells us to come to him when we're burdened that he will be yoked with us and help us to carry that burden um, so is there an element of choice involved with whether we choose to do that or not? Yeah, and I've written at the top here, uh, so many and too much. It's easy to feel overwhelmed, isn't it, with the different things that we carry Um they, you know, it might, we might have a really heavy burden to carry, but also we might not have something massive, but we seem to have lots of smaller things maybe kicking off at one time. And I found some magazine images. This first one here is of a hiker with a backpack on. And I thought the idea of a backpack was kind of interesting, really, because there's only so much room in a backpack, isn't there? We, you have to make choices about what you're going to put in and what you're going to leave out if you're going on a long walk or even 
you know, doing some kind of big walk where you have to uh, stay overnight. You'd have to carry everything that you need for food, for shelter in that backpack. And so you'd have to leave other things behind. You can't be overburdened and still make the journey. That's just a kind of mathematical fact, isn't it, with physical objects. And yet we don't seem to apply the same logic to what we carry um, emotionally perhaps. This is a lovely bauble which jumped out because the colour um, seemed to work on the page. It's really interesting how when I follow a colour theme often that highlights other things to me and I just loved this beautiful um, circle and I wondered if there's a way in which these things that could be burdens or could be bubbles could also possibly become beautiful. And I loved the way that the bauble was lifted by the hand, the, a sense that um, God is lifting our burdens, lifting our load, um, and at the same time somehow beautifying it. I'm thinking about the verse about um, he gives us beauty for ashes and a garment of praise instead of despair. That's a lovely verse. I think it's in Isaiah. I wanted to write the words heavy and light on here. So I uh, concocted the word heavy from magazine letters. And I found the word light and I was going to cut it out of this phrase here, but I actually decided I liked the whole phrase as it talked about a spacious place. Again, there's um, a, a reference to this in the Bible, isn't it? He brought me out into a spacious place. And I also found the word grace. This was all in the same magazine. I didn't have to look very far. Um, and that jumped out at me because of course the main burden that Jesus uh, carries for us is the burden of the law. We are no longer under the law. The law has been fulfilled in Jesus um, and we are free from the law. And Jesus is our righteousness so we are free from shame and guilt and sin and all those things, all those things don't need to burden us anymore because Jesus has taken them away through his death on the cross. And this lady you can see um, on the top left of the page who is doing the drying up I think some kind of mon mundane task in her kitchen I love the way that she is now looking through grace at the bauble at the burden and because she's looking through the lens of grace she is seeing the beauty rather than the burden So my prayer for you today, folks, is that Jesus would show you which burdens are really bubbles. And for those that have a real heaviness for you, 
that you would know what it means to be yoked to him, that he would give you rest. Ah, yes, may he give you rest, new perspectives and strengths as you sit in his presence, sharing your burdens and joys with him and listening to his voice. Don't forget to check out today's show notes for links to see Jenna's journal, join our free workshop, and so much more. Have a good day.